Blog Talk Radio. The following is a NEC NFL Draft Bible exclusive. Back at it again. Can't stop all stop. It's another check guys live. Live 13, Episode number. We've come a long way here since we've launched our show two and a half weeks ago. I am your host, Rick Saratella, here at the NFL Draft Bible headquarters in New Jersey. And a lot of big things going on, a lot of big announcements, and we're going to discuss all the sports and technology news and updates with my co-host Dave Schumann in just a second. But if you didn't join us yesterday, on yesterday's show, we had uh, Derek Belch from Striver Labs and a very, uh, very engaging conversation about where virtual reality is where it is in the NFL marketplace, and uh, a lot to react to, a jam-packed show. Dave and I didn't really get a chance to react, so we'll get a chance to discuss that. A lot of big acquisitions happening in the sports and technology world. I've been posting some updates in the Sports Tech Guys Facebook group. Of course, we're streaming live right now on the Facebook Live. Dave will be setting up the Twitter and the Periscope. Uh, and then, yeah, we're just all over the place. You can download us on iTunes if you're listening to the archive. We're here each weekday at noon Eastern time. It's a whole lot of fun. I've been learning a lot of uh, trips and uh, t- tips and tidbits, I should say. And if you're an entrepreneur, if you're looking to break into the business, if you're looking to enhance your skill set, then this is a great platform. And if you're somebody out there that may have a sports technology uh, interest out there, maybe an interest to our listening audience, you'd like to come on the show, or maybe you want to sponsor the show, uh, shout out to Defines Fuel. RIC at NFLDraftBible.com is the email. Of course, um, big things going on at the NUC Sports Mag. We have our 30-day free trial with our promo code DRAFT2016. If you want to upgrade to the premium content, all the supplemental draft prospects, scouting reports for that with the supplemental draft uh, just uh, tomorrow, actually, I think around 1 p.m. Of course, NUC Sports Top 100 Camp, uh, All-American Game, nominees being accepted there, NUCSports.com. And we welcome in the NUC Sports founder, Dave Schumann. How are we doing today, Dave? Good, good, Rick. I, uh, I'm i doing real well. I mean, we got a top prospect camp for NEC Sports Side coming up. So for, for all you athletes out there, make sure you you get yourself nominated, get in. Uh, it's filling up quick. I think we already have over 150 kids registered. So be by Texas A&M. Um, really interesting stuff in the sports and technology space. The more, you know, we, we dive into it, the more I find and I realized how little I knew in this space until we started diving into it, you know, and um, when me and Rick first kind of, I mean, I, I like to say, you know, we're, we're athletes, but uh, deep down the nerd in me is always there. And, um, and that part of it, it brings the sports tech side. I just find it so intriguing, all the different things that you start to come across um, is, is incredible. So, I know you didn't label the episode uh, for 16, but I labeled it out to my fans. 
mergers and acquisitions in the sports tech space. So I don't know what you have in mind today, but I was thinking that's one of the topics that we could talk uh, talk on and maybe even imagine about it, especially with some of the things that are going on with Catapult Sports and Exos and uh, Exos Sports. Um, I think they acquired another company too that had kind of similar technology to them. Um, so, I mean, I think, I think that's really, really interesting. And as this morning, I started just doing my research and seeing the videos that, um, uh, on Catapult, Catapult Sports, which is Austra- Australian based company, um, in, in analytics and then watching some of the round tables that they had and some of the sports tech conference. And so, you know, by the way, coming to you soon in October, I'm working on it. Me and Rick are going to to meet with uh, some groups on Monday. He doesn't know about that now, so I'm springing on him now uh, for possibly hosting the sports tech conference in the fall. Uh, it's going to be huge. We're going to we're going to we're going to get together many of the top guys. So you can learn about different people in the space, and we're going to have educational sessions. It's not going to be limited to just uh, a trade show only. Technology, obviously, that'll be part of it. Uh, but you could also learn about different technologies. So. Um, that that's going to be being launched very soon. When it comes out, be ready to get on board right away because it'll be a consumer and business-based show, which uh, means that you can come out there as a consumer and see what's going on. Um, but as a business, uh, you could also go and learn people in that space from from NFL teams to to college teams to to technology companies to see what's out there. Uh, and learn who all the leaders are in that space, and 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 we'll we'll have a matching process there um, that will allow people to to match with the the vendors that they want to speak with. So it'll be it'll be something, and only only the sports tech guys can bring it together because only the sports tech guys are the guys that have that that connections at the NFL uh, and team level to really go out and reach out and get people involved. Very nice. I love breaking some news here. Uh, Live Raider, thanks for letting me know. I appreciate it. And I can't wait. Can't stop, won't stop. That's how we get down here at the Sports Tech Guys. Of course, sportstechguys.com website coming soon. Sports Tech Guys Facebook group in full effect and the Twitter handle at Sports Tech Guys. And, yeah, Dave, I did want to dive into the, the acquisitions and also discuss, touch base on our guest, Derek Belch, yesterday. But since you brought up the acquisitions going on in the technology world, let's, uh, let's start off there because there's a lot of moving and shaking going on. Um, I think, you know, you mentioned it with Exos, who, who is really huge, huge, huge in the uh, sports world. And, you know, I don't, I'm trying to pop it up here in front of me I'm not sure if you have. I know you sent me a good article today about all the mergers, but millions and hundreds of millions being tossed around here. Yeah, I, I think this is the beginning of the explosion in this space, okay? And I, we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Derek Belch talked about how they're at the beginning and, and uh, of what they're doing, and they're selling stuff right now, and they're just in the beginning, you know, what we call a trial and error stage. I mean – um, when I look online and I see uh, a drone package company pre-sell everything that they can put together in several hours without actually having their own product, I, I know that we're in a space that's, that's going to boom. I know that it's something in its infancy, 
those of you who don't know what ExoSports is, ExoSports, for football players out there, they'll be familiar with Huddle, okay? And a lot of the high school athletes will be familiar with Huddle um, because that's a game filming solution. Well, ExoSports does that, but they specifically work with the colleges and NFL teams, not just on their systems, but providing data on, on the high school athletes. Uh, so uh, they're capturing all the videos. I don't know exactly how to do it because I've seen them at our events. Uh, and I've uh, seen them at other events in the past. Um, I don't know exactly how they do it and how they, they go and provide the analysis or is it just raw data that, that gets dumped. But uh, they're a company that has made a concerted effort to really grow in that space. And uh, I, I think it's a huge acquisition. I believe that right now in this space, companies, smart companies that have a certain amount of capital but might be underutilized, uh, undercapitalized, can get quick buyouts if they want um, to large companies that are in this space or companies in the space that want to try and dominate because this is going to move very quickly. Uh, you know, I was just online looking at this. Uh, MIT has a sports analytics or sports science uh, conference, which, you know, MIT is one of the top institutions uh, in, the, in the world for, for engineering. And obviously technology is going to be at the, at the forefront of that for them. So, uh, and, and they had a round table and they were talking, I listened to the, the executives of Catapult and the, talking about this space and talking about how they have to get high school, uh, the high school uh, professional coaches to buy in. They have an easier time getting the buyer, the players to buy in, but that makes a lot of sense because a lot of them are millennials are younger, right? So they buy into technology um, and then did I hear how they're just figuring it out now themselves. So there's a trial and error. And just like with uh, computers, where computers were big and bulky and got smaller and smaller and smaller, so now you basically can use your phone as almost essentially a computer. Uh, the sports analytics and technology space is from an equipment standpoint, analysis standpoint, we have the technology from an analysis standpoint, but the equipment utilized to do it is going to start out as clunky and get smaller and smaller and more powerful. So uh, this is the time to find those bright minds out there that have ideas and uh, honestly invest just like they've invested in, in social media, which is an important frontier but you don't know who's going to win that frontier. I guess some people could say, hey, Facebook and Google and, and, and uh, uh, well, Twitter, you would argue, maybe hasn't won that frontier, right? They're, they're trying to figure out that frontier. Um, but you don't know that the returns on that. Advertising seems to be the only model uh, that has provided uh, any, any real revenue for product development. So now you see, other than what Apple does, uh, now in this technology space, you got a frontier, which is sports technology, which if you look at sports from an entertainment standpoint, which is what it is, to me, it is the truest reality show you get. You can't get a reality show that is more unscripted than sports, and that's why the entertainment is crossed over. That's why television and OTT all understand that it crosses over. It's entertainment, Right. So if it's entertainment, okay, with rules and regulations, which is what makes it even better, the more I think about it, the better it is because 
it's 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 not scripted like you watch a, a reality show and you know half of it is bullshit, okay? Uh, because it's scripted portions of it. This ain't scripted. So you have things that play out on the field, but rules and regulation create the atmosphere. So that's what makes sports the most dominant reality show on television every time it's on because you don't know what is going to happen. And that's, I think that's interesting. And it's also a challenge that uh, eSports is, is dealing with right now because uh, with gambling coming to the forefront uh, and all kinds of things going on, certain companies are growing. There's all kinds of growth there. There's no true winner yet, even though there's some leaders. Uh, you know, you have guys throwing games and those kind of things. And that makes sense, man. If I, you know, if I'm an eSports guy and I'm not making that much money, but I can throw a game and pick up 15, 20 Gs, well, you know, right now with gambling, that makes sense, right? So there's going to have to be regulation on, on, on that. But just think about how these reality, these true reality TV platforms are really going to boom, boom the industry. So um, I don't know, that, that, that's my lead into it. I, I don't know what you, what you think there on it, Rick, but that, that, that's, that's my lead into the, to, to the space there. Well, I can tell you this. I'll give you a perfect example, and it ties in the sports. It ties in the entertainment. It ties in the e-gaming, and that's this Pokemon Go. And we probably need a whole show to dedicate to what happened with that. But right after that incident and the augmented reality, it rapidly became the most downloaded app, the most downloaded app in the history of applications, of of smartphones. All it took was one week. And so Nintendo – just had this resurgence and, you know, people are going to be looking to um, duplicate and replicate that model. And, you know, a lot of people feel like with that Pokemon game, they're bringing you not only augmented reality, but virtual reality without the bulky headset. But I kind of want to wrap in and tie in everything that you brought up and update our listening audience because the acquisitions are pretty big out there and, the, the acquisitions we're talking about is Catapult Sports, the acquisition of Exos Digital and Player Tech uh, for $100 million. And you could read more about that in the Facebook group. And the other big one was a Minneapolis startup called Sport NIN, N-G-I-N, sold to NBC Sports Group. Okay, amount undisclosed, but this company has raised $40 million in their round of funding. So this is another, you know, $100 million plus acquisition, I'm sure. But they're the largest provider of web software, mobile applications that manage youth, amateur, and professional sports. More than 500,000 sports teams, almost every professional sports team. So another huge acquisition there. And keeping it in Minneapolis, another thing we posted We talked about the Minnesota Vikings and how they've been one of the early adapters in the NFL with technology and developing a tech team and promoting one of their scouts to uh, the head technology of their scouting department. Well, yesterday they just announced another new position, another new job. The Minnesota Vikings created uh, vice president and chief technical officer. His name is Todd Kaslich. And he's a former Microsoft certified systems engineer. So Catholic will uh, bring a unique, unique combination of technical 
and sports business management skills and will play a key role in keeping the Vikings at the forefront of an always evolving technology landscape. He will provide an innovative approach to information technology applications across the franchise. And here, Dave, we are seeing a team embracing a technology like we've discussed and transitioning into our guest yesterday, Derek Belch from Striver. I feel like one of the biggest frustrations that I sensed was, you know, and I mistakenly said the older coaches, but it seems to be more coaches that are just set in their mind frame that don't want to adapt, that don't want to believe. So we have different approaches uh, and different points of view on the whole technology, but the Vikings here embracing it all. Yeah, so I, I think that you, you brought up some really, really cool and interesting points. So, uh, number one, uh, I am actually very familiar with Sports Engine. We used it last year for our youth tournaments that we ran. Um, I think it's an interesting technology is drag and drop. I am boggled by the mind that NBC Sports bought it for that amount. Boggled. Because... The only thing that I could see is it's the technology is not an innovative technology, believe it or not. It's decent, but it's not crazy innovative. It's I don't know if you remember the old E-Team sites. Do you remember the old E-Team sites used to have for youth back in like the early 2000s? Well, they sold their company, I can't remember to who, and then the, the, then the technology never developed uh, any further, and they basically it was a waste of money buy. Okay? I'm concerned that the sports engine because they were first. Um, people are buying something that isn't that that powerful. That's the bottom line. It's not that powerful. Maybe we'll get sports engine on. They can tell me why I'm wrong. But uh, uh, I'm shocked by by that acquisition. Is that a data acquisition or is that a technology acquisition? Because this is a technology acquisition is a very average technology. Okay, number one, uh, the catapult acquisition is about getting access to the teams, the coaches, um, and, and getting into that network. Because that is definitely, and maybe the personnel that have the relationships in the United States, which means one very important, maybe two very important sports. In my mind, it automatically says football, basketball, and maybe baseball, right? So those are the three areas why they, they would want to have exos, but probably football and basketball, off the top of my head. Um, the other company that you mentioned that they acquired, it has to do with definitely equipment, and uh, that, that makes sense. So I think the catapult makes sense for certain strategic reasons. Um, and then the, the, uh, the third thing you mentioned with the Vikings and, and coaches and, and Derek Belcher, uh, I, I think that Striver is, you know, the great thing is that they're in the forefront of it. They're a first mover advantage, which is very powerful. Um, they are ex-ball players, so I think that helps. Uh, but I, I'm not, sh- you know, I'm not sure if they're also ex-ball players that are technologists. Um, but they obviously seem to have a grasp on everything pretty well. And they're Stanford grads, most of them, so they're pretty bright. But I think what's what's important is that the adoption of the the professional team, from what I listen to in these roundtables. The relationship and communication with the coaches and the buy-in from the coaches in the system and giving him what he needs 
And this is what I heard. Giving him what he needs to win that extra game and showing that to them is key. And that goes along with analytics with respect to the NFL draft, okay? Um, a little bit easier, I think, to show people if you use these uh, uh, these analytics that – if you use these analytics that um, – you're going to be in a situation where you have potentially to win more games and get better information. But I think um, the big but on this is that that relationship with the coach has to be that he understands the technology. So analytics is a little bit easier for people to understand because it's numbers based uh, and coaches are math based for the most part. So they will understand that when it takes it to virtual reality and how it translates. And I like to test case myself. Okay. So I download some of these virtual reality simulators because I have a virtual reality thanks to Eon Sports from a couple of years ago. We never, didn't end up working with them, but they were actually one of the first innovators in this in this space, believe it or not. Um, from a technology standpoint, you go and I, I rode a roller coaster on virtual reality. I almost threw up, by the way, because it was so so it, it fucked me up so much. And then um, and then I did a a, a, um, a simulation. Uh, uh, airplane fighter pilot thing, which and it does draw you in from a reality standpoint, but it also kind of is difficult to really get a real, a true realistic thing. So the the technology of the software has to evolve where it really truly feels the exact same way that you would feel it. There's some augmentation, and the truth is, some of the augmentation just made me sick. I mean, it really made me sick. Pokemon Go, you brought it up. I did Pokemon Go yesterday for about 35 minutes. Me, personally, being older, was bored out of my damn mind trying to find these damn Pokemon. One sat in my bathroom, I grabbed him, and then every, everyone else was farther away. And There's no way I was wasting hours doing that. I know a lot of people will do that. So I think that that augmentation in reality, we talked about augmented reality, that is going to be so powerful because you know what? That's ready right now. All you got to do is have a location map. It's kind of scary because it pulls up exactly where you are, but you got a location map, and you can get people to buy things, advertise. I mean, it's a billion-dollar enterprise right now the second that you develop that app, okay, uh, especially with popular products. And, and that could go into anything. It could go into Disney characters. It could go to Pokemon, obviously. It could go into uh, uh Pro players. I mean, there's all kinds of things. You'll see a Kardashian find the find the 500 Kardashians, you know, soon. So um, I, I think that part is really ready to go. If you can develop the the the, the app for it, it'll be it'll be really cool when it becomes so readily available that you can actually have the headset on integrated with it. Um, but it's not there. But coaches are going to have to figure out how they want to utilize it. And the technologists have to figure out how to develop that relationship with the coach who shows them simply how he's going to win more games. Because when you cut from all the bullshit, that's the bottom line. How can I win more games utilizing this? Well, I find the uh, Pokemon conversation really interesting. And I think how long until it's not – caricatures on your phone that we're capturing, but how long until we're playing a game using our phone to track down actual people and we have, uh, you know, where's Waldo, but, you know, 
Miami Mike is actually Waldo, and he's all over the country, and you get points for finding him at different locations. It's just crazy where this thing could go. A um, couple other things, Dave, to, to, to discuss here. Sports men, since you mentioned them, they were actually a data startup company, and, you know, they probably have a huge database. But just looking at their background, their company is kind of cool. The startup from 2002 – couple of guys out of a dorm room and uh it it just blossomed into this big company and they do uh some things like uh free donuts on thursdays and in-house happy hour with free beer and liquor on fridays in the office so it does sound like a pretty cool place to work and uh we have about uh five seven minutes here to play around with i want to talk more about striver since we didn't get a chance to react to that yesterday Derek Belch, CEO, was uh, kind enough to join us for the whole 30 minutes, and I found a lot of interesting uh, things that he mentioned. Uh, one, you know, we talked about his frustration with some of the coaches uh, having an open mind to virtual reality training. Two, I thought it was really interesting that uh, there are new teams using – this driver labs technology, but he wasn't allowed to discuss which teams, whereas the teams last year didn't seem to care. So the teams that are converting over to the virtual reality side don't want to, they want to remain anonymous. And three, uh, actually two more things. Three, I, I found it interesting. Now they're working with major league baseball. And then for the user uh, fan experience at, at different stadiums and, and things like that, I think that's going to really become uh, a norm and uh, really standardized throughout all uh, sports venues and, and the major media, uh, major mainstream sports. No, no doubt about it. Um, I, 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 this whole space is, is going to move so rapidly. And, um, you know, even the, what was the new thing that the Olympics had that, they were going to do, um, I think, stadium tours with virtual reality. And I thought that Derek Belcher talked a little bit about that consumer side of things. Uh, you know what's tempting Yeah, they're doing, about, they're doing the panoramic 360, incorporating really like the panoramic shots and, and stuff like this. Now, hey, on a side note, just because we discussed it on previous episodes with the home run derby and the panoramic replays, here's the catch, guys. <laughs> I found this one out the hard way. You actually got to have a 4K ultra flat screen to enjoy the panoramic replay. So if you don't have the 4K ultra uh, high-def flat screen TV, you can't watch the panoramic 360 replays, just on a side note, so our listening audience knows that. Oh, okay. So if we don't – so did you try to log in uh, – sorry, log in. Did you try to watch – the panoramic and the in the um, the home run derby, but you were not able to because you didn't have that viewpoint, right? Right. I don't have the 4K Ultra HD flat screen, which you know 4K is really the the highest standard. But um, I think it's actually one of those curved curvature flat screens type deal. Got, oh, I've seen those. Okay. So so if you get a panoramic, now I understand why people would buy those. So the, the right. panoramic V you have to have in order to be able to utilize that. 
technology. I wonder what the costs are associated with that. I guess probably right now high, and then eventually it will drop. But, very expensive. Uh, yes. Very expensive. So, so only certain people have that right now. And I think, I, I, I tell you, with, with Derek Belcher, it was so interesting because they're, they're providing, they're actually taking the playbooks and, and putting that into VR for, uh, for the teams in their actual plays and being able to pull up every play and then VR that, which I think is really, really, really interesting. Um, because I guess that they can then view how it looks. And uh, I've been a huge advocate of it, uh, of, of VR and how it helped. But having put it, put it on, I could uh, put the VR on, I could see how coaches could be hesitant to use it because the players will like it and they'll think it's cool and it'll work. But, but everybody's always trying to make the best use of their time. And um, – Will that translate? Well, speaking of time, speaking of time, it just crept up on me. We got about 20 seconds. We're gonna to have to end this show on the fly like this. Hate to cut you off, Dave, but for Dave Schumann, Rick Saratos, we're about to sign off here on uh, Sports Talk Guys uh, live each and every weekday noon Eastern. Catch us on iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, Periscope. Till the next time, everybody. Uh, we'll just pick up our conversation flow tomorrow. I'll catch you later, Dave. All right, later. iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, Periscope. Till the next time, everybody. Uh, we'll just pick up our conversation flow tomorrow. <laughs>